Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Uh, we continue our research in the early church fathers regarding their interpretations of biblical prophecy. I think you're going to find it immensely helpful if you look to the fathers, the church fathers, and see what they say about biblical prophecy, more than what you'll find on some internet site or even a religious broadcast, go to the early fathers. And we're looking at the teaching of, on biblical prophecy of the early church father, Hippolytus. And today we're going to be talking about the final week. And we're basing this, his teaching, on Hippolytus's commentary on Daniel. And Hippolytus wrote the first complete commentary on any book of the Bible in the history of the Catholic Church. This is commentary number one of all commentaries, and he wrote it in about A.D. 204. He also wrote a treatise on Christ and the Antichrist, and I'll be merging information from both of those. So, Hippolytus teaches us that there's going to be a final seven years of tribulation, the final tribulation period is a seven-year period, and he called it the final week. Now, why did he do that? It was based on the first half of Daniel chapter 9 and verse 27, which reads as, And he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. The he is the Antichrist. The Antichrist shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. Now, this is Hippolytus. He says, for by one week, he indicates the showing forth of the seven years which shall be in the last times. Now, there are Catholic books written by popular Catholic scholars, not too old, and there's also ones written by Protestant scholars, and they're basically good men who have a high view of Scripture and everything else. But they'll say this final week, this final seven years, this final tribulation period is past. It was in the first century. But Hippolytus says, which shall be, writing in 204, that means future of 204, shall be in the last times. So books today, which tell you the last times are all in the past, well, Hippolytus didn't feel that way, and he was only 134 years from the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, which they say is what all this is talking about ultimately. It was talking about that, but is it talking about it ultimately? No, shall be in the last times. Now, taking it a step further, Hippolytus goes on to teach that the final seven years will be divided in half. There will be two, three, and one-half-year periods, okay? And he bases that on the teaching of Daniel 9 and Daniel 12. Remember, he wrote the first Catholic commentary, complete commentary on any book of the Bible, the prophet Daniel. And he says Daniel 9 and 12 teach that there's going to be two, three-and-a-half-year periods in this great 
tribulation period of a week or seven years. Daniel 9.27, this is the part we already read, the first part, he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. Then the second half of the verse, and for half of the week, he shall cause sacrifice and offering to cease, and upon the wing of abomination shall come one who makes desolate. That's the Antichrist, the abomination of desolation, until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. And for one half of the week, well, what's one half of seven years? That's three and a half years. So there's two three-and-a-half-year periods in this final tribulation period at the end times. And Hippolytus goes on, and I'm quoting him, and this is scriptural language, for a time, times and a half, by this he indicates that the three-and-a-half years of the Antichrist, for by a time, he means a year, and by times, he means two years, and by half a time, half a year. So to make it simple, for a time, times and a half, one, two and a half, that's three and a half, that's what it's talking about. Now, very interesting, and I'm not going to go back and and reteach at this point Revelation 12, but we do read, Woe to you, O earth and sea, this is from book of Revelation, for the devil has come to you in great wrath because he knows his time is short, and then he pursues the woman who had borne the male child. But the woman was giving two wings of the great eagle that she might fly away into the wilderness to the place where she is to be nourished for a time and times and a half a time. That's three and a half years. I propose this is talking about the similar thing that Daniel was talking about and Apollotus was talking about. Also in Revelation, chapter 13 and verse 5, and the beast, the beast, again, imagery for the Antichrist, was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. Now, how's your math? I used to be excellent in math till I bought a calculator, and then things went downhill. Okay, 42 months and 12 months in a year. So 42 divided by 12 equals 3.5. 42 months is three and a half years. All these scriptures are talking about the same thing. And again, I'm reading Hippolytus. He goes, that refers to the 1,203 score days during which the tyrant is to reign and persecute the church. 1,203 score days. Again, let's try your math. We got 42 months in Revelation 13. Well, if you have uh, 30 days in a month, and again, this is a lunar year, this is 1,260 days. Now, if you're awake and you're checking up on me, you read Daniel 12, you'll see that 1,290 days is mentioned. Please do not email me with a question of why is it in Daniel 12, 1,290 and other scriptures seem to indicate quite clearly uh, 3.5 years. Uh, I don't know exactly, although it could be a general representation, uh, like sometimes you say um, 
Well, like I would say, uh, Abraham lived 2,000 years before Christ. Well, it wasn't exactly 2,000 years, but it's general enough that I'm not going to confuse you with a few other smaller digits. So the 1,290 may actually just be a little bit more explicit. All right. It speaks of, in this is Hippolytus again, in the midst of the week, the week mentioned in Daniel 9.27, the abomination of desolation will be manifested. This is Hippolytus the Antichrist announcing desolation to the world. And when he comes, the sacrifice and oblation will be removed, which now are offered to God in every place by the nations. The sacrifice and oblation will be removed means the mass will be stopped by the Antichrist. And actually, I think that's a brilliant move. If you're against God, I can't think of anything more effective to do than end the masses going on all around the world. And that's exactly what he will do. Now, here's the big question. And, you know, I've probably said this too many times for those of you who've been with me all these broadcasts. But this is so important because so many teachers of prophecy, of Scripture and apologetics are saying Scriptures like Daniel 9, which we've been talking about having this week representing seven years And then in the middle of the week, the Antichrist starts the abomination of desolation for three and a half years, no mass, the final persecution and such. So many are contemporary Catholic and many Protestant scholars say, well, isn't Daniel 9 just talking about Antiochus Epiphanes? Antiochus Epiphanes was a precursor of the Antichrist in the times not too long before the coming of Jesus Christ, before he was born. And there is, I believe, a definite reference to him in some of these scriptures. That doesn't mean, because it has a historical reference point, that there isn't anything yet future. This is where so many—it's called preterism or the preterists who saying, no, everything's historical. Everything's past. There's not a future aspect to it. Well, St. John would say in his epistles, there are many antichrists already come, but that doesn't mean it's, it's the future antichrist. The fact that there's some present types of Antichrist doesn't eliminate a future Antichrist. So, this is what Apollotus says, and this is from the Anti-Nicene Church Fathers. You can find these online. You can find them in the Logos or Verbum software, and you can get them in print. It's volume 5, page 191, and it's pretty important. That's why I'm giving that reference to you. He says, Daniel speaks, therefore, of two abominations— which Antiochus set up in its appointed time, which bears a relation to that of desolation and the other universal abomination, when Antichrist shall come. For as Daniel says, he too shall be set up for the destruction of many. There's two abominations, one present, one yet future. Now, he said, Hippolytus, in 204, that the immediately past uh, events in AD 70 were not the end of the world, was not the coming of the Antichrist, and was not the period of great tribulation that's prophesied by Jesus 
It's spoken of by the prophet Daniel. He said it was future of the year 204. So you can't tuck this away and say it's just the first century. And Apollotus was the third generation from St. John, the author of Revelation, a lot closer than somebody giving you it's all historical in the year 2021 or 2022 or whatever. This is from Apollotus again. Daniel showed us, quote, the coming of the Antichrist in the last times. And he's talking by last times, a time future of 204 AD. Now, this is from, again, the Anti-Nicene Church Fathers, volume 5, page 251. And again, the reference, because it's important. As these things, therefore, of which we have spoken, are in the future, beloved, when the one week is divided into two parts and the abomination of desolation has risen. So if some book tells you all of this, which Daniel was talking about is first century, close it and put it away. Because yes, things that did happen in the first century, things that did happen with Antiochus Epiphanes have reference to the end of time, but there's still yet future final fulfillment. And then finally, This is from page 204, the same volume I'm referencing. The blessed prophets foresaw through the mysteries of the word, not only reporting the past, but also announcing the present and the future so that the prophet might not appear to be only for the time being, but might also predict the future for all generations and so be reckoned a true prophet. I'm Steve Wood, your host. And you've been listening to episode 248 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.